Hyundai's most electric EV lineup changes the way you look and feel about EVs, specifically Hyundai EVs. Hyundai's EV lineup has everything you've been yearning for in your next or first EV, boldly captivating your senses. There's the ultra-fast charging in the Ionic 5 and Ionic 6 from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. There's the fun-to-drive lineup and the tech-infused standard safety features like highway driving assist and blind spot collision warning. Plus, you get America's best warranty with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited electric battery warranty. Learn more about Hyundai EVs at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. America's best warranty claim based on total package of warranty programs. See dealer for limited warranty details. See your Hyundai dealer for further details and limitations. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Excited to break down on this Thursday. My goodness, the first Thursday in what feels like 45 years that we don't have an NFL football game on. We're going to break down some fantasy angles for your championship weekend. It starts on Saturday. Um, look, before we get started, I'm going to, I'm going to say this on the next pod too, but I want to, I want to point something out. I think that, uh, I think it's important that everybody who listens to this podcast goes on Twitter, if you have Twitter, and tweet at Sean J. Wagner and tweet him some fake spoilers for the new Star Wars movie. I don't make something up. I don't care if it's like Vulcan neck pinch, whatever it is. Just blast him with fake spoilers. We're trying to ruin his week. He's it's just just play along. Um Heath Cummings joining me from Florida. No BMAC today. Heath, what's up, man? That doesn't sound very nice, Will. It's not. Like, I, I don't know why we wouldn't just let him enjoy his week and watch the movie on his own time. He's on Twitter tweeting, I will not open reviews. I will not open reviews. Like, those are his tweets. Get off Twitter, dude. He probably doesn't feel like he can because of his job. It, there's no football on. He's All he's yeah. doing is tweeting about Star Wars. Okay. I was trying to defend him, but no, I don't really care that much. It's an, His Twitter account is indefensible, Heath. It's nothing but Star Wars, 24-7. So should I, like, reply, I can't believe they killed R2-D2? That'd be awesome, yes. Absolutely. Just randomly tweet him, I can't believe they killed R2-D2. And if we can get some verified people to tweet at him, he'll get alerts on his phone. Because, like, somebody, there are a couple of people who listened to, like, I can't stress this enough, don't tweet him real spo- spoilers, people. Oh, like, I, sir, I I don't know a real spoiler for any Star Wars movie ever. Right. So I just know uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO. You could tweet him, Sean, I am your father. Because that's the Darth Vader line. Um, right. Yeah, that'd be weird, though. Yeah, it would be. Or you could say Luke. Darth Vader is Luke's father, FYI. Um, BMAC's not here, but uh, BMAC did lose by .7 points in uh, a semifinal matchup, he told us. Uh, he had Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Aaron Rodgers, and DK Metcalf, and he got put to bed by Zeke, Deshaun, Watson, Joe Mixon, and DJ Moore. .7 in the semifinal is tough to lose, Heath. How'd you fare? So, so, um, last week I had nine teams in eight of them advanced, but I kind of knew that some teams advanced that shouldn't have. And I'd put myself in a real pickle with like six different teams that I had to make lineup decisions between a bunch of flexes. And I knew I'd guess wrong. And I did. Yeah. Uh, I went three and six this week. I've oh. got four, te- four teams still alive. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's, it's rough. 
Three and six is tough. I mean, that means you made nine teams get to the semifinals. And you knew, that happened to me last year. I was like, I'm winning a pile of cash. Like, daddy's getting new, new clubs for Christmas. And then everybody just got eviscerated. The yeah. nice, the nice, the, the thing that makes it all better is I have one team in my home league. It's longest running league that has just been dominant this season. Mm. Went, uh, 12 and one in the regular season has won the first two rounds of the playoffs by like 25 points on average and lost Dalvin Cook and Chris Godwin and now gets to face a team with Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey. Yikes. Um, I made it to one finals. That's it. Ooh, I'm sorry. Yeah, not great. Um, yeah, I had a lot of teams that came really close this year and, uh, I may, I may have, I may have been spread a little too thin, had too much going on, I think, or maybe, I mean, or maybe I'm cutting back next year. I, I think I am too. I need to trim back a little bit. I and, also say that every year in December. Well, you know, part of the problem, Heath, is that the wear and tear of doing like weekly lineup stuff and weekly waiver stuff. I mean, I, like, I'm not, I mean, like half of it is like these leagues we do for work. You know, like, yeah, maybe, maybe next year, the leagues that we do for work that don't have cash prizes, we should just ignore. Yeah. Or like, if it's not, I mean, if we're going to like, I don't need, I mean, look, don't worry, like what, how much is the two QB league? $10 entry? No idea. Right. I have no idea either, but I mean, I can't, ima- <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine it's more than 25. So I like, would guess it's 25. Yeah. So 25 would be great. I'm, I'm a seven point dog to George Maselli in the finals. Uh, I have Lamar Jackson. So there's a chance I just go ape on him, but like, how do you feel about shopping it up? Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you that too. That was my next question because um, I've got a uh, I got a buddy who uh, and I'm not sure like an internet pal and um, let's see where is uh, we, he and I were chatting about this and I don't want to I don't want to reveal his matchup but he's he owns a team with another guy and uh, I'm trying to see where it was like they're up against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in the finals and that's a good matchup and this is like a big money league. Um, they have Tannehill, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Brashad Perryman, Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette, like Jack Doyle or OJ Howard at tight end and Greg Ward at, at flex, right? So not like a loaded team. And they're facing like Dalvin, Miles Sanders, Jameson Crowder, Odell Beckham, DJ Moore, Mahomes and Kelsey. So they, they're the better matchup. But when you start to dig into it, you're like, man, are we just going to assume that Brashad Perryman's going to go nuts this week again and like not ruin a bunch of fantasy championships? Cause that, I, I get it. Like, I, if I had Rashad Perryman, I'm starting him. But if I would at least consider a chop of a big money league in that spot. Or I think you I, might feel the other way. No, well, I, I go back and forth on it. I don't. First off, I don't like criticizing anyone who wants to do that because it's not my money. Yeah. And like, you're playing for the championship, and the money is just kind of a side thing to me. Um, I will say I think it's really, really bad karma yes. if someone else offers to chop the pot and you say no. Well, see, that's what this issue was. This guy, this other guy reached out to them and were like, and I told him that. He's like, he's like, hey, do you want to do this chop? And they don't, they really don't want to. They want to be greedy. But like when someone else says, hey, do you want to chop it? And you're like, no, I'm going to take all of the money. Like, like I'm playing Dave Richard in our IDP league. Yeah. And I think the total pot's like 300 bucks. Right. And the email was sent out. It's winner take all. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like that. It's second place. I had to get something. So I said, Dave, you want to do 200, 100? He said, yeah, that's what we're doing. See, that's easy. Right. Like, uh, in our, in my main league, um, it's like, it's like 50 buck entry. Um, and everybody, it's, you know, the, the, one of the, one of the finalists texted me. I'm the commissioner. He's like, Hey, uh, you know, we're going to do four, two, you know, and just that way you're guaranteed you're playing for 200 bucks and a title. The title matters a ton in these leagues, but like you're going to, you're not going to walk out of there with, you know, like, 
getting your entry fee back. That's a dagger. If you grind out a whole season and get to the finals with a really good team and then don't get your entry fee back, that's a, it's a dagger. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Winner take all is a nightmare, I think. Anyway. So yeah, chop the pot, chop the pot if you want. I do think it's matchup specific. If, if, if you've got a great, if you've got somebody matched up and they don't ask you to chop the pot, don't chop the pot. But be warned. Yeah. If they sure. ask you to chop and you don't chop and then they beat you, it's a, it's an awkward situation. We had a guy a few years ago who, um, my friend asked him, he was, he, he got made to the finals of this main league. I mean, he was like, his, the other guy was like, Hey, do you want to chop the pot? He's like, Nope. And beat him and then quit the league. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's pretty spicy. Uh, all right. Let's, um, let's talk some fantasy. Mentioned Brashad Perryman. Are you trusting Brashad Perryman, Anthony Miller, Danny Amendola, James Washington, Chris Conley, Greg Ward? Just sort of a group. Like Perryman's had a, I don't want to say sustained success, but I mean, he's been playing pretty well lately and, and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are out. Um, Washington is with the, and he's got a good quarterback. I think that's the difference. I, this is insane, but I think Brashad Perryman's the most trustworthy guy in that group. I disagree with that. Oh, I would, uh, I, I'd put these guys in tiers and the top tier is a player all by himself and his name is Anthony Miller. Okay. And that's just because his sustained success has been longer. It's been five weeks now. Uh, four of those games, he has at least not nine targets. All of those games, he has double digit PPR points and two of his last three, he's got nine catches for more than a hundred yards. Um, he's my favorite by a pretty considerable margin and I'm starting him pretty much universally. The second tier, I think Perryman belongs there along with Danny Amendola. Uh, Amendola actually has nine more targets than Kenny Galladay since David Blau took over as the starting quarterback and Mm -hmm. saw 13 targets in his first game without Marvin Jones. So, and also you're likely to see Chris Harris lock on to Kenny Galladay and their second corner just got suspended. So it could be a very, very good matchup for Danny Amendola. Perryman scares me to death. Yeah. But I said some things last week, and he put it on his bulletin board and then went out and had the game of his career. I mean, that game last week was better than most seasons in Brashad Perryman's career. Most? I mean. Every season? Yeah. He's never had he's, his rookie year. He had three touchdowns. And that's – he had five touchdowns coming into this year. Yeah. His career. Um, so I'm a little bit worried about Perryman, but I'd still put him in that. I'm if if I have to start him, I, I don't feel too bad about it. Um, Washington and Conley and Ward would be in the third tier, and they're more low end number three options, I suppose. Yeah, I guess the thing with Anthony Miller, and for whatever reason, the Bears have been throwing a bunch the last five weeks. He has 52 targets in five weeks. Like that's not going to just suddenly fall off a cliff. The concern with Perryman is that you would get that. And look, I mean, you know, we have. I mean, I do feel fairly confident that they'll look his way again frequently against Houston in a game that should be a shootout, though. The total's 50 there. Houston will give up points to wide receivers. They're not scared to do it. Um, but it is different now with Chris Godwin out. Like, I, I mean, I, did he, was he highly productive after Chris Godwin got hurt? Cause I don't feel like he was, but the game is sort of out of hand. Well, and that's the thing that worries me about him is like these last three weeks when he's looks like he's turned the corner as a player, he doesn't have more than six targets in any game. Yeah. Yeah. And last week he was tied for third on the team and fourth on the team in targets behind Godwin, OJ Howard, and Cameron Brait. 
Um, yeah. so I, I'm not, I'm not confident in what his volume is going to be or what it's going to be like for him being the number one wide receiver. I mean, I don't think anybody's doubling Rashad Perryman. I hope not. But he'll have the best Texans corner on him a majority of the time. Yeah. I mean, I would just, I would say that, all right. I mean, well, let's, I mean, let's look at some comparative examples. For instance, so if you, Interesting. Uh, George Maselli, who I'm playing in this league, actually has, uh, Perryman and Anthony Miller. Lovely. Um, fortunately I have Michael Thomas and Darius Slayton. So suck it, George. Um, just kidding. Uh, would you start Anthony Miller? You start Anthony Miller over Brashad Perryman. Would you start Brashad Perryman over Terry McLaurin? I prefer McLaurin. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald or Brashad Perryman? I prefer Perryman. Okay. Zach Pascal or Perryman? Perryman, Perryman by a good measure. Okay. Pascal, yeah. Can't touch Pascal. Cole Beasley or Brashad Perryman? Uh, I prefer Perryman. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get the range of where, like, where do you have Perryman ranked in your wide receiver? He's 22 in non-PPR and 30 in PPR. Okay. 30 in not, okay. All right. All right. Uh, you would start, would you start Kenny Stills or Brashad Perryman? Uh, Perryman. Okay. Chris Conley or Brashad Perryman? Were you already decided? Perryman. Okay. You're asking all of the guys that I have ranked below him. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to, I guess when I'm looking on a site for, uh, I'm looking on the, like our site, I guess these are, we know your rankings aren't incorporated into this. This is just, this is all sports line, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get a gauge here. Darius Slayton or Perryman? I would go Slayton. All right. You would obviously start AJ Brown over Perryman, right? 100%. Okay, just making sure. And uh Will Fuller, if he's healthy, I would assume over Perryman? Yes. Okay. Do you want me to stop asking you about Rashad Perryman? No, not at all. I, you, okay. We can just do 45 minutes of <laughs> this guy or Rashad Perryman. We haven't even got to the running backs and tight ends that we could do for flex rankings. That's true. Let's... Super flex, we could do Perryman against, like, Will Greer. Um, there's all kinds of options. <laughs> would you do Rashad Perryman or Raheem Mostert? I would go Mostert. Okay. Uh, let's talk about quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers. I've been trying to drop him for weeks. I was right, as it turns out. He was, he's droppable. He's not worthwhile having. And against the Vikings, who actually haven't been great in the secondary, um, I am just not sure how confident you can feel with him just because Aaron Rodgers hasn't produced big games all year. I mean, he's had a couple of big games and that's it. And he's just not a, he's not a trustworthy guy to explode. I don't think this week. You know, I, one of my favorite tweets that I saw this week was from a good friend, Scott Fish. He runs Fantasy Cares and the Scott Fish Bowl. And he's definitely, like, I've met Scott. I've talked to him a bunch. He is not the type of guy to pat himself on the back or take victory laps no, or say he was right. He's borderline obnoxiously humble, one would say. Yes, but this was kind of a, a victory lap, but I just really enjoyed it. And he said three weeks ago, I said, you should... Um, what was the word that he used? Drop Aaron Rodgers as a sabotage drop. Ooh. And just hope that someone picks him up and uses him against you in the fantasy playoffs. And that would have worked really well. Yeah. I mean, he had the 35 against New York, obviously. But other than that, since his game against Kansas City, um, 14, and this is a four-point passing standard league, 14, 9, 11, 35, 12, 16. Yikes. That's really bad. It's really bad. It's terrible. There's, 
uh, roughly in the same league, 14 quarterbacks who average more than 20 points per, uh, per game. And he is. So you may just list every borderline quarterback that I would start over here on Rodgers? For sure. Matt Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Gardner Minshew, Philip Rivers, Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz. I think all those are no-brainers. Uh, Drew Brees, definitely over Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, I wasn't considering him a borderline, but okay. yes, I would. Well, I'm a little worried that the, the Saints have a down week, like on the road, coming off. I don't know if you saw or not or heard anything about this, but Drew Brees broke a record. They mentioned he, it on the podcast. He did break a record, but the nice thing is, um, hopefully, do they play after the Patriots? Oh, yeah, yeah, Patriots, Patriots play on are Saturday. Saturday. Right? So Tom Brady could break it, and then Drew he Brees may get could to have a record breaking. We know how he does in record breaking games. We all need to be cheering for Tom Brady. Yeah, and no, then now no, I can't. Well, then we would get a, um, then we would get a uh, another laminated certificate in uh, in Tennessee. That's right. He'd be he'd be able to break the record in two different states. I'm with you. I kind of feel like he's just always going to have that record from this point forward, and Brady is never going to pass him. That I, I actually thought that they wanted to get him another passing touchdown. I was sort of surprised they pulled him out. It, they've been fine with running the score to get records before, so I was kind of thinking they might really push the push the envelope and try to make sure that Brady couldn't catch. Because one more passing touchdown. I mean, Brady's not Brady's was one back of Manning, and Breeze is two ahead of Manning now. So Brady's not going to throw. Four, right? He might throw three against the Bills. I think it's pretty unlikely. May, probably, two is probably a, a better guess, but, um, I sort of thought that they'd try and push the envelope and, and get him to, to just get it out of, out of, you know, out of reach. But I think no brainer. It's him for the rest of time. Would you start Daniel Jones or, uh, Aaron Rodgers? I, we currently still have Eli projected to play. Mm, I would bank on Daniel Jones playing. So I have him ahead of Eli. By about three fantasy points. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine I'm going to have Daniel Jones three points better than Eli. Um, okay. I, I don't like he runs. That's nice. But like as a passer, I don't think he's better than Eli yet. How about Mitchell Trubisky against the Chiefs who have a terrible defense? Do they? They don't. I'm just kidding. They've got a great defense. And, uh, in fact, I put a wager down Heath on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl yesterday. Damn it, Will. Why? What? Dude, I've literally never seen the Chiefs even in the Super Bowl in my lifetime. Yeah. They're, they're, and they're you've got to go and do that. They're, they're the best value on the board. They're seven to one. And if you want to, well, yeah, I, I, for for a decade now, the Chargers have been the best value on the board. <laughs> the beginning of the season, I think the Raiders were the best value on the board. The, the Raiders. You're crushing me. Well, pick the, a pick a different division. I I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl last year, and they were awesome. They didn't go to the Super Bowl, did they? Nah, but they should have. They got robbed. I wonder why. Well, not because of me. Everybody, their brother picked them this year. Mush. I'm a mush. I'm a giant mush. I picked the Vikings this year, and the Vikings are awesome until they missed the playoffs this week because of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I just think I think the Chiefs' defense is good, and people aren't talking enough about it. I agree with you 100. percent And you know, you know what it reminds me of the 2006 Colts. They got the pieces. They couldn't put it together all year, but then suddenly it started kind of coming together and you saw bits and, and then all of a sudden in the playoffs, they have a lockdown defense and a Hall of Fame caliber, like quarterback in his prime. Well, and like the Bears have been playing a lot better lately. So I think it'll be an interesting game for Kansas City to go to Chicago, play probably in some bad weather 
and they should they should just thump the Bears. And if they do, I'll, I'll feel better about what you've done to them. <laughs> uh, Eleven miles an hour wind currently. 10% chance of rain, 46 degrees. Not too bad in Chicago on Sunday. The, uh, what do you think about the Chiefs minus five in Chicago? It seems like I would take the Chiefs if I was going to take a side. Yeah, me too. The, the only, honestly, the only thing that concerns me is that Matt Nagy might not want to run up the score on his, I mean that. By the way, props to you. Yes. Last week. We talked on this show. I had heard all week nothing but Raiders love. Thank you. From how they were going to win their last game. And we talked about the six and a half and how stupid it was, but we thought Jacksonville might win. And you were right. <laughs> I'm like the only person in the entire country, like dead, dead serious, who picked, I mean, the Jaguars had lost five straight games by 17 points or more. They were the worst team in football and they had no business really winning that game, but it was just this magical confluence of events. It was uh, Minshew magic. It was Minshew magic. You love, yeah, you love to see it. Would you start Minshew over, uh, Rogers? Did we mention him? Yep. I already said that. Okay. I thought so. Um, what are you going to do about the Minnesota Vikings running backs? Because the Vikings played the Packers on Monday, as we mentioned. Um, Dalvin Cook is, huh, who knows? I mean, Alexander Madison's got an ankle injury. I think Dalvin Cook has like 17 shoulder injuries. They need to win this game to get a playoff spot. They need to win this game to have a shot at getting the division. Uh, but they also have to think we're, I mean, they play the Bears at home in week 17. So they're not guaranteed to get in, but the Rams have to play the uh, 49ers and the Seahawks. So it's like a very bizarre setup for them in, in how they're going to handle their running backs. How are you going to handle their running backs? Well, I like that you're asking me this on a Thursday and it's actually on a Wednesday <laughs> and the game is on a Monday and, and literally no one knows the answer. And um, to make it I'll, worse, I'll provide he, a flow chart. Well, to make it worse, we're recording this early because I have, I had, you, you helped me out and we recorded early because I got to go do something this afternoon and, um, on Wednesday afternoon. And so we don't even have Wednesday practice reports out yet. Well, and I don't think because they're playing on Monday that they will have a Wednesday practice report, right? Probably correct. So it will happen in between the time that I am saying these things and people are listening to these things, which is going to make me look brilliant. Sure. Um, I would say this. I'm going to need Dalvin Cook to be pretty much cleared to start him over anyone on Saturday or Sunday, unless I have Madison and Boone. Yep. Um, or if Madison was ruled out, then I just need Cook and Boone. I'm not going to start Boone unless both Cook and Madison have been ruled out. I'm not going to start Madison unless Cook's ruled out and we find out Madison's going to play. In other words, I'd I'd really like to have a plan for this week that doesn't involve a Vikings running back. I I think that is the correct way to approach this because my sense of it is that because it's a Monday game, because it's against the 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 uh, the, the Falcons, the Packers in it in you know it's it's a huge game and. They've won their last two games by a combined, uh, let's see, 19, 33 points. They're playing well. The offense is cooking. Um, and they split up the carries three for, uh, or excuse me, 13 for Mike Boone, nine for Dalvin Cook, five for Amir Abdullah. Uh, Madison didn't play the week before. I really think he, that they are going to act like Dalvin Cook is playing and then rule him out on Monday. Well, they might do that because if the Rams lose on Sunday, they've clinched a playoff spot. That If the Rams lose on Sunday, they won't play Dalvin Cook. But unfortunately, when we set our lineups on Sunday morning, we won't know if the Rams lose on Sunday. That's right. So 
I agree with you. If you have Cook, if you have, if you have Cook, Madison, and Boone, say wait, the Rams play on Saturday. You you're right. The Rams do play on Saturday. Okay, well that's a bit of a game changer. That helps. That helps. So yeah, if the if the I I think you can safely say if the Rams lose on Saturday to the 49ers and they're seven point dogs, then the Vikings will sit will rule out Dalvin Cook before Monday, and maybe they wait just to force the Packers hand and see what they can do and, and, and let Dalvin try to get ready. Um, but I, I like, listen to this situation. I, the league I was talking about where I've lost probably Dalvin and Chris Godwin. Yeah. I have Dalvin. If he doesn't play, I'm going to hope Madison plays. Yep. If he doesn't play, I'm going to hope Josh Jacobs takes the rest of the year off. Cause I have Washington. Oh boy. If he, if Josh Jacobs plays, I'm hoping carry on Johnson doesn't come back. Cause I have Wes Hills. And if none of those things turn out, I'm going to have to start Miles Gaskin against the Bengals. Oh, my God. Well, at that point, don't you just roll Madison? I guess Madison might not play at all. It could just be Boone. Right. Right. Because you're not Boone. Yeah. Man, that's a mess. You're going to go from Dalvin Cook to Miles Gaskin. It's possible. It's a slight downgrade. Possibly. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, so just to recap, if you have all three, unless you have an incredible other player hold out and wait and see who's active because you got one guy who's going to play one guy's going to run unless you know mike boone falls in the in the shower on saturday um if you have cook and madison you better make some plans if you have cook and boone you're probably good to go because you're going to have one of those guys to start and if you know look if cook is starting then you probably want to start cook right yeah yeah all right okay there we go let's get to some facebook questions Frankie J. Velasquez says, what is the most terrifying team name off the top of your head? My lineup is perfect. I listen to every podcast. Thank you, Frankie. Um, terrifying team name? Uh, I don't know. I, the fighting Heaths. Yeah, I don't, uh, I get like, I guess you could just name your team the, the Belichicks. <laughs> I like that. I never have good team names. I don't really ever do good. Um, I, I, I don't know about frightening, but, um, I do like, uh, a buddy of mine who's in the, uh, the finals in one league is saved by Odell. But he wasn't. He wasn't. I have two dynasty teams named Patrick Isma Holmes. You do. I like that. And it will be named that for the next 20 years. <laughs> unless you really mushed him. I, I like naming my teams Devil's Avocado. From 30 Rock. Moving along, uh, Tyler Klein says, I have Cook, Madison, and Boone. I also picked up Perryman. Who do I start? Just really bringing it all together in this podcast, Tyler. Great job. Wait it out. Oh. You start who the Vikings start. Okay. You All right. There you go. Whoever the Vikings. So you go in that order, Cook, Madison, Boone. And if you just you, you start the top active guy. Correct. John Flannery says, I'm honestly contemplating starting Marlon Mack over Leonard Fournette. I also have Boone slash Cook pending health. I can only start two with no flex. Am I insane? Well, I would say if Dalvin Cook is questionable on Sunday, you should start Marlon Mack and Leonard Fournette. I would concur with that assessment. But I, I, I'm i not going to give up on the fact that Leonard Fournette should be having his breakout season and we should all be celebrating him, but he's had some really weird touchdown luck. And so we're just ignoring the fact that he's going to have almost 2000 yards this season. Um, so I'm starting Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette was my, uh, June magazine bounce back choice. So shout out to me for 
noting that, and then he got drafted ahead of me. Or maybe it was the May magazine. I said, everyone take Leonard Fournette. I said in the magazine, he is going to bounce, he's going to have a bounce back year, and he did. And yet, no touchdowns. AJ Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Melvin Gordon, and Anthony Miller. Pick two. Thanks. This is Christian Binsfield. Well, Christian Binsfield, I wish you would have told us the format. Ooh. I'm not starting T.Y. Hilton. Let's, let's get that out of the way. If it's non-PPR, I think you have to start Melvin. Mm-hmm. And in non-PPR, I prefer A.J. Brown to Anthony Miller. And PPR, I might start both of the wide receivers. Mm. No, I'd still go with Brown and Gordon. Brown and Gordon. Brown and Gordon, not Brown and Gordon PPR, Miller and Gordon non-PPR, or the other way around? Uh, just Brown and Gordon, period. Brown and Gordon, okay. So you have Brown ranked above Miller? One spot. Hmm. Yeah, Brown's the number one guy there, and that could be a shootout. Miller's number two. Allen Robinson's been awesome down the stretch, too, by the way. Brandon Shaboti. By the way, I saw in um someone's bio. I don't know how I got there, but I was like clicked on maybe somebody asked me. Oh, uh, did you add this? I, I, I CC'd you, Debo. Did you add him to the list, the guy that I tagged? Debo, I, I, I. You got to know. I sent him a tweet. I'll, I'll find it while, I'll find it while we're doing it. Um, Debo has no headset. Never mind. I, I'll get it, Debo. Don't worry about it. Um, sorry. Brandon Chibody says, Ryan Fitzpatrick, TB12 or Josh Allen? Not TB12 is the answer. Uh, not Josh Allen either yeah. against the Patriots defense. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick by a mile. I'm not sure Tom Brady and Josh Allen will score as many points combined as Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. Um, okay. Yeah. David Townsend, um, he asked, Let's see. Um, he's got, uh, he basically wants to know, he got a lineup he threw out here. I, I, I clicked on his profile back and it said mentioned one time on the pick six podcast. And that, I was like, whoa. It's like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Postal Malone is the name of his team. He has Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, and Devin Singletary at wide receiver, Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. Pretty good. Uh, tight end, uh, uh I don't know why Eric, why, why Devo didn't pick this one. Yeah, no. Uh, tight end Jared Cook. Really compelling. And flex AJ Brown on his bench. Good team, Postal Malone. Yay. Yeah, on his bench is DK Metcalf, Patrick Laird, and Tyler Higby. So I guess it comes down to would you, yeah, I was looking at this. Would you start Higby? Would you start Metcalf over Brown or Higby over Jared Cook? I'd start Higby over Jared Cook. Yes. I would too. So there you go. Uh, Postal Malone. Go fix that. And then blame Heath when it doesn't work. And he, he tagged you in this too, Heath. But I, I would imagine your mentions at this time of year are just a maw of lineup questions. It's getting better because so many people are out of it. Right. True. Uh, Robert Thomas asks, bro, where to begin? Crying distraught emoji, shrug emoji. It's better be good. Need two running backs and a flex in PPR out of Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, Lynn Fournette, Alexander Madison, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, and Jacob Hollister. Um, first of all, you're in the final, so let's not act like this is the worst thing in the world. Uh, second of all, Aaron Jones and, and, uh, Fournette as your running backs, obviously. And then I would probably go Woods over Mac, but I think it's close because it's PPR. I would go Woods over Mac. If it was non PPR, I'd go Mac over Jones, but yeah, Jones, Fournette, and Woods. Okay. There we go. Steve, good job by me. Steve Liu, how do I, f- how do I fade Lamar and CMC? Why, why would you ever? I don't know. Is that a DFS question? I don't even understand it. Um, don't, don't fade them. <laughs> don't ever fade them. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how. Uh, Samantha Smith Isaacson asks, in my flex, would you take Jared Cook, John Brown, or Scary Terry? Full PPR. I'll go Terry. Love Terry this week. Dustin Frazier, Hunter Henry, even though I'm pissed at him, or Jared Cook? I also am pissed at Hunter Henry, and I would start OJ Howard over him. Wow. So drop Jared Cook, pick up OJ Howard, start him over Hunter Henry. Wow. But Henry over Cook. Rodrigo Munez, standard. If Goblin doesn't play, Diggs, Cup, or McLaurin? I'd go McLaurin. Okay. Tal Dahan, play one, full PPR. Aaron Jones, Cup, Waller, or McLaurin? A lot of McLaurin. Play Jones. One. Yeah, I think that's easy. Uh, Brandon DePuma, Silva, non-PBR, Cooper Cup, Anthony Miller, or Debo Samuel? Thanks. Miller. Noah Hill, is Devontae Parker? Yes, Devontae Parker is a start. Even though he says he's a top defense against wide receivers, it's the Bengals. Start Devontae Parker. Fire. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a good point there though. They really? do rank well in terms of fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Cause they're That's so bad. Cause they're they so don't... bad at stopping the run. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the Dolphins can't run. Yeah. I think the Bengals are going to route them in Miami, by the way. Just a feeling. David Townsend, one PBR. I need a running back. Laird or Singletary? Singletary, man. Come on. Uh, right? Tyler, yeah. Tyler Klein, Tannehill or Dak? Four points for passing touchdowns. Dak. Yep. And what's the injury report for Dak? I think there was something about there out there. Uh, Jeremy Barnett, Sanders, Crowder, or M. Brown? I'm assuming that's Hollywood Brown. Yeah, and I think I would go Crowder. Oh, okay. And last one, Jack Box, full PPR. What's up, Jack? Full PPR, Keenan Allen or DJ Moore? DJ Moore. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk some DFS for week 16. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Heath. Uh, week 16, we got to deal with Saturday only lineups. Are you going to play them or stay away? <laughs> I will probably n play one Saturday only lineup. I'll play a couple single entry tournaments. Um, I have not looked at Saturday only DFS yet, but I can pull that up real quick if you'd like some Saturday only stuff. Um, if, if you want to, or we can dive into the either way, but yeah, you know what? Pull it up real quick and I'll, um, and I will, uh, and I will tell, regale you with a tale of how I may have lost out on thousands of dollars on a uh, Monday night twice. Once, um, I had, I had a great showdown lineup, Heath. I had, uh, Drew Brees, my captain, Michael Thomas in there, Taysom Hill. Saints defense, and I even had Traquan Smith in there, and he caught one touchdown. I'm thinking, yeah, let's go. Then he catches the other touchdown for Breeze to break the record before halftime. 
They wave it off for pass interference. Event they kick the field goal. Uh, eventually, the touchdown to break it goes to Josh Hill instead. Um, so that hurts me, you know, there. And then I had Jacoby Brissett, and I'm like, I think I was like finished. I mean, like I, I finished like nine points back of like first place, who got two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. And uh, Jacoby Brissett does a read option play, hands to Jordan Wilkins and st- instead of keeping it and running in the end zone. If he runs in the end zone, I probably finished top five in that league. So uh, instead, I finished like sixtieth and won twenty dollars. Congratulations on your win. Thank you. It was sort of bittersweet. 250000 would have been nice. Could have done some fun stuff with that. Saturday, yeah. So Saturday, yeah. Saturday only. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to play Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. And probably a little bit of Will Fuller, too. And some Devin Singletary. Ooh, yeah, there's some good... The Texans, uh, the Texans game between them and the Bucks could be full of full of points. The over under actually opened at 53 and dropped to 50, but still a 50 over under on a week 16 game uh with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin sitting out implies a bunch of points. I would probably have Deshaun Watson as my captain and that as my quarterback in those that Saturday only. I would I assume that is going to be the case across the board. Well, the, like the there will be definitely some Jameis lineups. Yeah. Um Ooh. but other than I I guess Golf is only seventy five, so you're saving eleven hundred by dropping down to him. I'm probably not doing that though. No. How about how much did Jimmy G? Uh on FanDuel he is seventy nine. Mm, okay. Um hmm. all right. Anybody else pop out to you from I was Yeah, s- I mean I was looking at the defenses and the Patriots are the most expensive. The Bills are five hundred dollars less. I think I like the Bills more. I would rather have the Bills as well. Although I would say that Sony Michelle and Devin Singletary are good running back options. Like I wouldn't be opposed to having both those running backs in my lineup for Saturday, because I think they'll I think both teams will run the ball a ton against defenses that are not as good against the run. Just yeah, I think that sounds sounds about correct. I'm, I've almost got like the reason I've been quiet here is I almost have a lineup put together that I can just give you. Oh, cool! And there it is. Let's hear it. Deshaun Watson, Devin Singletary, Raheem Mostert, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Robert Woods, O.J. Howard, Justin Watson, Buffalo Bills. I'm not sure how that doesn't win a million dollars. I might as well win a million dollars. There's no million dollar contest. That's the main reason. But I'm going to go ahead and win 500000 instead. Well, I'm glad that you did that in 30 seconds and won $500,000. Uh, top quarterback play for Sunday. Still a big slate because you got, you're just missing the, there's no, the Monday night game, of course, and you're missing the three Saturday games, but you know, mostly a full slate. And it's an easy choice. It's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I like he's way too high priced. And then you look at his game logs and it's like, nope, he's not. <laughs> he's really not. Uh, Gardner Minshew is your top quarterback contrarian play. Notch. Nah. Shocking to everyone. Nah. Um, but his price went down from last week and he's at Atlanta and I don't believe that they're actually good. Okay. Uh, running backs. Leonard Fournette is your top running back play. Do, do we get some, uh, touchdown regression? It feels like we should be rewarded either this week or next week with some serious Leonard Fournette touchdown regression. At least those of us that have been playing him every single week and saying it's coming. I think that Leonard Fournette will have a big week. And I also think that your top wide receiver is due. Like I can, I can not, not like this is a, but we'll get to it in a second, but I, I agree with you. I think Fournette, it's one of those where you drafted Fournette. 
or, or you're playing against Fournette and you're thinking, all right, this guy's not going to give me a ton. The Jaguars stink. I mean, the finals, I got to grind something out. It might be a three touchdown day, like three touchdowns, 170 yards and Fournette just goes bananas. It just feels that I can, I can, I can feel it coming. Heath. As long as two of them are receiving touchdowns that came from Gardner Minshew. There you go. Um, top running back contrarian play. Ooh, Patrick Laird. It was a disappointing week for him last week, but he's playing the Bengals. Yeah. He gets a lot of carries and touches. Not very good, but he gets a lot of carries and touches. Le'Veon Bell, would you play him? No. Alvin I, I, I struggle. Like, I understand the, um, revenge game dynamic. This feels to me like it might be a bigger revenge game for the rest of the Steelers that are still there. <laughs> you know, Le'Veon Bell actually tweeted too that he lost, um, cause the same thing happened with Tyler Lockett. He had the flu and lost, like, apparently whatever flu strain it is this year is really bad. Like Lockett and Bell both lost 10 pounds. Like, I mean, you lose, if you're a professional athlete, you lose 10 pounds in the middle of an NFL season. It's going to dramatically alter your ability to produce on the field. Yep. And, uh, the Steelers are good defense. Uh, by the way, Joe Mixon, um, speaking of the, going back to the Patrick Laird Bengals game, Mixon would might even be my top, uh, top running back play this week because Mixon has, um, since I had it pulled up a little bit ago and I may have lost it. Uh, he has over 700 yards from scrimmage since week 10, second most in the NFL behind only Christian McCaffrey. Actually, Will, he is my second favorite running back on the slate, and Fournette-Mixon will be my top running back combination. That is a fun running back combo. It's going to be expensive, but it's a fun running back combo. But, like, it's the same price as playing Christian McCaffrey and Patrick Laird. I'd much rather have Fournette-Mixon. Much rather. How about uh, Miles Sanders? Uh, I like Miles Sanders. His price has caught up just a little bit. Like he's $400 less than Mixon on FanDuel. He's $100 less than Fournette on FanDuel. So it's, I won't have near as much as him just because of the price, but I do like him a lot and he's a top 10 running back for me. Okay. Uh, top wide receiver Julio Jones. I sense Heath a, I don't know what you would call a Julio Jones explosion, but like a 200 yard day for Julio Jones coming. Yeah, I mean, it's a terrible defense. They have nothing to play for but stats, and he's at home in the Dome. I agree. I mean, I'm talking like where he's like the top story coming out of it. He had Imagine t- if, if Leonard Fournette scores three touchdowns this week and Julio Jones is so much better that he's the top story. I am going to be the richest man in the world. Yeah, well, or, I mean, at CBS. Yeah. <laughs> Julio Jones had 20 targets last week. Is the concern, is there any concern that he'll be too overowned because of this performance in week 15 against San Francisco? I, I really don't think he probably will be. Um, just because, I mean, I guess Hopkins is not on the slate, but Michael Thomas is. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, like this is, you look at the game logs and you look at when Calvin Ridley got hurt. And you see what happened with Julio Jones, and it just feels like it's a situation where if you have, like, I guarantee you there are a ton of teams out there who have Fournette and Julio in the fan, in the fight. Like, I bet Julio and Fournette will be pretty well owned in the finals because, you know, they, like, Julio helped get you there in week 15. You know, you drafted him late, you know, in the early in the second round, late in the first round. It feels like Fournette Julio could be a, a, a absolute monster explosion. Yes. So congratulations. I'm mushing you there as well. Um, 
Darius Slayton, top contrarian play at wide receiver. No need. We already mentioned him. We also talked about uh, Devontae Parker, DJ Moore, AJ Brown. Um, type tight end play, Austin Hooper. I just don't believe that. Like, first off, I don't, as much as I like Julio, I don't think he's getting 20 targets again. And so Hooper back at home, if he gets seven or eight targets, I think he'll be good. He didn't just forget how to play football. And your contrarian play, Hunter Henry. Everything I just said about Austin Hooper. Okay. Uh, beer. Have you had any good beer? I had a new Boulevard beer, Steep Ooh. Drop. Ooh. It's a, uh, coffee stout or coffee porter. I can't remember which one it is. It was, it was pretty good. Okay. I like it. How about you? Uh, I had a bunch of, uh, new anthem brewing in, um, in Wilmington, North Carolina. They make the best IPAs out there. Uh, I just had a stash of new anthem brewing. So I pounded a bunch of, um, a bunch of, uh, IPAs over the last week and I will probably pound a bunch more in the coming week. A lot of drinking to do in the next week, Heath. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying, um, trying to slow down just a little bit during the week because, you know, it's almost January and then it's not football season anymore. So I don't have excuses on Mondays and Thursday nights, but, uh, the next week we're going to, we're going to definitely break that. I mean, it's, it's December 18th. It's, we recorded this on December 18th. That's a week before Christmas. It's a heavy, it's a heavy drinking week. So, uh, put on your drinking shoes and, uh, and go win some finals, Heath. I hope I win my last one. I hope you win all four of yours. And, uh, look, happy holidays. It's our last podcast of the decade. Maybe ever. Last podcast of the decade. Maybe ever. Um, hopefully uh, not. But, uh, yeah, until we meet again. Um, all right. Heath Cummings best there is at Heath Cummings Senior on Twitter. Watch him on Fantasy Football Today. Listen to the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Uh, follow him on Untapped, too, while you're at it. Make sure to leave five-star reviews. You can leave whatever question you want. Good luck to everybody in their fantasy finals. Heath, I will see you in 2020, buddy. Later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.